When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? Well, it was a sad Saturday. It is now a oh. sad Sunday. Yeah, back-to-back sad days. You really missed an opportunity fan. for sadder day, Mister. Mm. Yeah, I guess this this loss. It. Oh, did you? This loss okay. feels much sadder, though. Yeah, it is what it is. Look, guys, welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. I am Anthony Kiltry, joined as always by Shane Diefenbach, Sean DePaz. It is time for a walk of shame because the Sun Devils dropped an overtime thriller. To Texas Southern final score, 67 to 66. Sean, I'm going to start with you, man. Uh, tough loss for ASU in overtime, yeah. dropping a two and one. Um, what did you see there in overtime specifically um, that resulted in this loss? I mean, a kicked ball that didn't get called that for one. Um, but, uh, I mean, they just kind of kept getting bullied on the boards. Um, I don't know. ASU just wasn't good today. I've not really enjoyed the last 24 hours of sports. <laughs> The last uh, four hours. No, no, the last twenty-four hours. ASU, ASU football, football, and oh, then yeah, and then <sighs> Oregon lost, and the conference is dead. U of A won, yeah. and that just sucks. The Bills. Now this. Uh, yeah, I mean these. Like I was saying, these SWAC teams have played like very hard in this, and uh, like uh, this opportunity, like getting to play Power Five schools in the showcase and stuff like that. Like yeah. it means a lot for the HBCUs that are a part of it. So, um, like on a like. I just want to. I just want to get this out of the way. On a very personal level, like ASU aside, I really appreciate like what this whole legacy series is, and I appreciate HBCUs mm-hmm. winning basketball against Power Five opponents. Like I think that's really important for the game. Um, but from an ASU perspective, they they just it's the same shit. They just didn't get it done. They got bullied on the boards by a smaller team. Um, Once again, three times in a row. Yeah, yeah. I, Warren looked like he was dominating earlier. I mean, he had fourteen and 10, 14 boards, ten points. Uh, there just doesn't seem like much of an offense. I mean, missing Marcus Bagley hurts, but you know this is the does Cambridge only two points. Well, he was this was the game where he he came back and you know he you, you would expect a bigger role from him, and he yeah. went one for seven. Uh, is that him trying to get back into it? Maybe, but you know, <laughs> at the start of the game we were joking like, oh, they might both score fifteen. Him and Dev both combined for seven points. Like yeah. it just wasn't good. When you get Gaffney Gaffneying everywhere and zero points and two rebounds, Bolachi coming in for like a second and getting a moving screen, Duke Brennan looking like a liability on defense, and Warren playing a spurts of good minutes. Like it's you're just not gonna win games like that. You, you just get bullied on the yeah. offensive boards and Especially in in that in that overtime, it just seemed like they just wanted it more. Yeah, and TSU losing their first two games, their own two before this game, one to Tech and one to San Francisco. Like you 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 gotta win this game. You can't. You're up double digits too. That's the worst part yeah. for me. Yeah, it, it felt like this game was all set 
Like there was four minutes to I play. I never felt like that. It felt well from my perspective. It felt like the game was going to be over. At least the way the offense was moving there toward the end of the second half or midway through the second half, thought that they would be able to just take care of business. But unfortunately, this team is still trying to figure out how to play with a lead, which yeah. Bobby talked about and he addressed already in the first couple weeks of the season. Like they have to learn how to close out games. They have to learn how to win because they're so used to, as a program over the course of the last few years, playing from behind. Mm -hmm. But like you said, Cambridge Brothers combining for just seven points, combining for one of eight from behind the arc. Um, you mentioned Alonzo Gaffney not finding any points. Warren Washington, I'd say he had his best effort of the season, right? 10 points, 14 boards, four blocks. Um, it's just, it didn't come together at the end. Um, let's take a look at the numbers because you guys do bring up the rebounding totals. Um, and I think that's arguably where this game was won and lost. Obviously, the final score is 67 to 66 in favor of Texas Southern. Um, both teams not shooting phenomenal from the field. Texas Southern, 38.8% to ASU's 34.3%. Uh, behind the arc, Texas Southern has the advantage there as well. 35% to ASU's 21. Free throw numbers, ASU shot pretty well from the free throw line. Very well. Yeah, 15 of 17. Um, the Tigers shooting 7 of 19 from the charity stripe. And then you get to the rebounds, 50 to 41 in favor of Texas. Southern. Here's the thing for me is you look at these numbers and you know, it, most of it's close. You, you win the free throw battle. That should help you a lot. Yeah. You win the turnover possession by five. Uh, you only commit one more foul, but they get six extra possessions with their six more offensive rebounds. And that's the difference in the game. Yeah. There was a point in this game where Austin Nunez hit a three to go up by 11 points, maybe 12, uh, 11 points. It was 39 to 50, I believe. And then they just stopped playing their brand of basketball. Um, they couldn't get anything going. The offense was stagnant. And, yeah, uh, the bigs were underwhelming. There's no one that can create their own shot. This team sucks right now. Uh, they just do. I want to acknowledge what Coach Evan B said. Is Gaffney turning into a deficiency. Like, I feel like we joke about him a lot, with, like the whole shooter thing. But we also haven't talked at he's, length. He just hasn't played a lot, too. But, yeah, I mean, he just hasn't contributed to this team. Like at all, really, I feel like he's been a, kind of a non-factor, which you can't really have. Um, so, yeah, that's a uh, problem for me. Uh, the numbers, uh, this just felt like a game from last year. Like it's one of those things where the team that you this played. This whole team feels like the same yeah, team from last it's year. Another, it's another one of those games where the team you played did not play well and ASU managed to play worse. Um, yeah. It also doesn't help that you didn't have Marcus Bagley tonight. Uh, Marcus Bagley. Yeah, is, I mean, that's, that's important. I don't even know. But, but he hasn't done anything. <laughs> yeah, it's still. I think Marcus Bagley makes a difference in a one point overtime uh, yeah, loss. I yeah, agree. yeah um, probably. I. Yeah. No Bagley, no Jemiah Neal again tonight. Yeah. You mentioned Des Cambridge. Yeah, still I'm not, coming but I'm back. not making excuses for this team. And this, I mean, this just seems like. I'm not making excuses. I'm just telling. I'm, it's factual. That's. Yeah. No, you're, you're starting. You're one I of mean, your starters. I, I think that makes a difference. But say, at the same time, you got. You, it, yeah, no, 100% you makes a difference. But you, gotta, you, gotta, you, gotta, you, have to, you still have to win. But uh, he, you shouldn't be in a Marcus Bagley difference maker away for, with the Texas Southern, Southern yeah. team. Yeah. You shouldn't um, be ever. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, ASU is just the kind of team where the, if when they run into people, when they run into teams that just really want it more, yeah, they're going. It just they play up and down to their competition, yeah, phenomenally, uh, yeah, yeah, and that's yep. what Bobby Hurley teams do. Meanwhile, We've seen it. meanwhile, conference a uh, uh, fellow member of the Pac-12, Colorado, just went and beat number eleven Tennessee, yeah. convincingly, uh, convincingly, seventy-eight to sixty-six. So it's like. You, there, I mean, there's there aren't excuses. There's, there's just not. There's not an excuse for this. Omar, 
I'm going to tell you right now, buddy. You're saying I don't want to hear his name again. You're, You're at the PHNX Sun Devil show. <laughs> I'm going to say Marcus Bagley a million fucking times until it's haunting you in your sleep. Okay? But we appreciate the engagement. Uh, did you guys lose any money on this game? Or did you stay away from this There's trap game? Football Sunday on. Football yeah, Sunday. That's on fair. Now. That's absolutely fair. You guys can bet on the NFL. You can bet on college basketball. You can also bet on the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA money line bet and get $200 if your team wins. You can also boost your winnings up to 100% with DraftKings. Stepped up same game parlays. It's simple. Download DraftKings Sportsbook. Use promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. Guys, let's talk about DJ Horn for a second. Uh, because this is a guy that went for 20-plus in Game 2. He had a phenomenal shooting performance, and we talked about how he might be the linchpin to this team, specifically offensively. When he gets going, it just kind of feels like the offense as a whole gets in a better rhythm. Tonight, he didn't start. He didn't start. Only had nine points, um, one of five from behind the arc, and three of 12 from the field. Yeah. Um, is like, is this what we're going to be going through all season, do you think, with ups DJ? Ups and downs. I think they well, just, just DJ specifically. Yeah, ups and downs with DJ. Yeah. I think that... I think that they need they obviously they still need to figure out the rotation and it's not helping that players are yeah. missing games. But DJ I think almost needs to be starting. He's just such a hot and cold guy. Like you need to get him in a rhythm early and if it's not working, then you can pull him. But I think he's so valuable. Starting Des tonight was a little weird. I, yeah. I mean you, you guys know I've talked I talked about how excited I am to watch him, but like I, he's he didn't play last game. Like you start your guy that was hot, that made no sense to me. I was yeah. so confused. Yeah. What do you think, Sean? Yeah, DJ didn't start the first game, did he? Um, I don't believe. No, he didn't. He did. no. So I mean, I I don't have a problem with him not starting in that respect. Like I, I'm a fan personally of coaches not changing stuff too much unless you have to. And I mean, obviously they couldn't start Gaffney or they couldn't start um, Cambridge last game because he was hurt. Um, so, but why didn't they start DJ Horn last then today? If you don't want to change this, they started him last game. Well, because. No, but the, from my point is the first game they started like it was obviously that the, like last game they would have started Cambridge if he was healthy. No, Devin, Devin is the one that starts. Desmond started. Tonight. Did he not? Des, Des, Desmond and Devin both, both started. Both of them tonight. started tonight. That's Did what I'm saying. Desmond start. Who started no. game one? Devin. Devin. Devin has started all three games. Desmond didn't yeah. play last game, and Desmond didn't start first game. Who started first game? Devin. No, 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 no he I know that. They don't oh, play the same position. Oh. Saying who? Oh. Who are the guards? It was Frankie. I think DJ did. Did DJ start game one? I'll check. That's that's okay. That's what I was. Anyways, um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, this DJ is, started. Game so, yeah, I don't really game. understand yeah, that. No uh, uh, yeah, I don't understand it. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to have the guy that dropped, what, 25 in game two? Yeah, no, it makes no sense. Yeah. Makes zero sense. Um, and again, that's on Bobby. Um, I don't know how much of an excuse we can have of this team trying to figure out the rotations, um, specifically when, you know, they played well in game two offensively, and then you come out here. And it, it was, again, a very sluggish start, right? Like, offensively, they weren't getting anything going. And these are games that I think Bobby, or at least people in the program, you're like, okay, you know, we can fuck around and maybe maybe win this game late with some bad offense at the start. But when you get to conference play, yeah. and you're playing UCLA, Arizona, Oregon, Colorado, like some of these other teams, this is not going to cut can it. We, this type of offense can, is not going to cut it. Can we talk about that? that? I feel like that's the biggest thing with this team is, is their slow starts. It just always happens. Yeah. Yep. Today, again, they didn't make their first field goal until 14 minutes in, or, or until six minutes garbage. in at the 14-minute mark. They didn't score their first points until 
four minutes in, four minutes, 20 seconds, Warren Washington free throws. Like, I don't know why they can't get going. It makes no sense. You feel like at a certain point, Bobby would see that and try and scheme something. I think, I think he does. I, don't, I just don't know if it works ever. Well, look, hopefully they can get something offensively figured out. Otherwise, it's going to be rough. I like what Jason's saying. Let's get CTT in here to coach this team. <laughs> Why not? Shit will go crazy. Why not? Let's see what the fuck happens. Look, if this ASU offense continues to be sluggish, then it's going to require us to be drinking a lot of Four Peaks. Mm. A lot of Four Peaks. Look, guys, if you didn't know, we're teaming up with them to host all U.S. and Mexico World Cup matches at their 8th Street Pub. You guys can enjoy beer specials, giveaways, guest appearances, and more. Check the link in the show notes to register for free. Omar, I'm looking at you. I want to see you at Four Peaks. Let's have a conversation, man. Do got do got to be 21 or older and enjoy responsibly let's get to bottle service um because let's i mean someone's got to win it right somebody yeah. has to be the player of the game somebody was good somebody, somebody was good tonight somebody was really good he tries really hard and that's all you can ask that. who was it let's see who got bottle service tonight that'll be frankie collins finished with 23 yeah. points eight boards seven to 14 from the field um he's a great rebounding guard and he tries really hard uh you know the facilitating i think is not there yet i think only two assists on the night but like it, when you when you need a bucket, he's gonna go get you one, and he did that multiple times tonight. A couple turnovers here and there that you know really cost them, especially the last one. But we can talk about that. Three assists, later. five turnovers. Three assists, five turnovers. Yeah, not what you want from your starting point guard. And I, and I wonder if Bobby even likes him putting up twenty three game if it doesn't mean he's gonna facilitate. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, ultimately the points don't mean anything. I mean, yeah. I do think there were a number of like there were positives from this game. I was like, I was very happy with. I mean. It's nice knowing that someone can put up 20 points. Like, it's three games, but like relatively consistent. Consistent. Yeah. Um, I just wish it was not in a lot. It does Well, yeah, and I wish it wasn't seemingly at a at a uh, at the cost of his ability to facilitate. Like Shane yeah. was saying, like, um, which is why going back when Jemiah is healthy, like I had said earlier, I would not hate him playing off the ball and Jemiah starting at point guard. But that's a situation for whenever Jemiah is healthy. Uh, but yeah, I mean. The only reason they ultimately were in this game is because he was able to get put up those points. So, yeah, I'll take it, I guess. 100%. I do want to talk about one of the other guards, Austin Nunez. Yes. Um, freshman, we didn't know at the start of the season how much we were going to see him, but he played a lot of minutes, yeah. especially down the stretch in a close game. What did you see from him tonight? Uh, I, was I was happy with what we saw from him. I mean, there's a, he made a couple big shots. I, I liked his energy defensively. Um, he was just in it. And I think it says a lot about him that Bobby had the confidence to give him yeah. minutes like that late in the game. Um, he played in overtime too, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, I think he did at one point. So, Yeah, um, Nunez played almost the entire overtime period. So I, I mean, think he played the entire overtime period, actually. No, there was a point where he wasn't on the court because I remember looking for him. But Toward the end, toward yeah, that last yeah, yeah. couple of seasons. Yeah, he didn't finish the game, which, whatever. I mean, he's a freshman. I don't, wouldn't want him finishing the game in that situation, to be honest. But I think I was, I was impressed with him. I, I, like you had said at one point when we were watching the game, I think he's going to be a very good player here for a few years. Um, obviously still has to develop. He wasn't making like a massive impact, but it was noticeable in, in a positive way. So I'll take that. Yeah, 100%. Outside of uh, Frankie Collins shooting 7 of 14 from the field, Nunez shot the second best on the team, or I guess tying Collins, shooting 50% from the field. Um, and he shot the best of any Sun Devil tonight from behind the arc, again, shooting 50% to a four. Um, so I'm interested to watch his development. Yeah. And I'm, I'm really intrigued to see when Jemiah does come back how many minutes? How does that impact 
Nunez has been. In. Yeah, I mean, I think through these first three games, like I, I, it obviously impacts it negatively, right? He's going to yeah. play less. But I think through these first three games, he's made it slightly more difficult to not try and get him time. Yeah. Um, but uh, I guess that's something we'll see when, when Jermaine is healthy. Yeah, that's true. One thing that made this Sunday a little bit worse than yesterday's loss is we had Burrito Express Yeah. before ASU lost in football. We did not have Burrito Express before they they blew a lead to Texas Southern. Um, So that made the day a little bit worse. But you can always spice up Monday with a little Burrito Express. Look, guys, if you haven't tried Burrito Express yet, I don't know what you're doing at this point. The best breakfast burritos in town. We can concur on that. I mean, it's not even a question. Right. Best breakfast burritos. Best. I'm going to go as far and say that um, best Food in Tempe. I mean, best food I've had in Tempe. I mean, the reality is, is that they're the best burritos I've ever had. And so because I'm the center of the universe, they're the best burritos uh, in the world. Okay. That's, hey, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. 100%. Sound logic. Look, it didn't happen yesterday, but hopefully against Oregon State or U of A, Daniel and Gata can find the end zone so that the Sun Devils and Sun Devil fans get $4 burritos and happiness the following lives. day. Yeah, that'd be nice, wouldn't yeah. it? All right, guys, go check out Burrito Express. Um, let's get to aftertaste. I don't have anything sus because it's depressing. Um, but I guess just what was forced into your mouth and what this tastes like. Remember how I said battery acid yesterday after yeah. the football game? Yeah. Um, battery acid. Again, yeah. back-to-back days of battery acid for sure. I'm going to go with the water at our office. Yeah. Oh, no. The, the brown oh, shit. Oh, no, it's brown. And no, chocolate. oh, I know what this tastes like. It tastes like our bathroom. It tastes like oh. the, the, the palpable taste that's, of like no, three days no, of urine just hanging no, in the air. That's, that's what that's this game so tasted much like. Worse. The game or the urine? The taste of, of the, urine. The taste air. of urine is so much worse than the game was. Uh, maybe I should. Maybe I'm I, kind of. You know this for a fact? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to ask. I don't want to know how. I'm but. drinking TT. Really? No. Oh, I'm just. I. Being a big J journal, just <laughs> you you're, you're a good investigator. I'm story. just trying to poke the bear a little bit. <laughs> That's what I'm wondering, joking. Tina. We're not drinking urine. Um, we as a collective g- are not individually. We don't know. I'm gonna go. We're not together. I'm gonna go with Smirnoff vodka. Um, like just straight, no flavor. Yeah, no Ooh. flavor. That's been out in the sun. Um, like oh, it tastes like urinal cakes, dude. Mm-hmm. Urinal cakes, the forbidden fruit. You that know, is cakes? one of those things that I want. Yeah, I want yeah, to eat, eat so bad. One of like, the great used, things. But... One of the great things that was named. Sorry, Tina. Right, <laughs> urinal cakes. Yeah, yeah, because they, that's what they one are. One of the best named things on them, out there, and their cake. I love that. Oh, yeah, I love. They're like, what should we name this? You know, the tastiest thing. One of the tastiest <gasps> things okay. we have. That's what we're gonna call yeah. it. Okay, a urinal pie. Okay, can we go, can we go back too? though to Shane's original thing about our office water? Because I feel like that one was actually a really good one that yeah. we just got away from. Like you're drink, you're drinking, you're like, oh, I think I'm being hydrated right now, and then you no, get no. to the bottom of the cup and it's brown. brown, and you're like, wait a second. No, it's like you you drank it last week and it was brown. And you're like, oh shit, and then you come in the next week and you're like, it might be different, and it's not different because it's the same fucking basketball team as last year. He gets so angry. Understandably so. Yeah, no, you're 100 percent right. It, it's it's tough, um, and it doesn't get any easier for ASU right down the stretch. Like things are gonna get ugly. <laughs> Tina does not like the urine talk. Yeah, she doesn't like the urine talk. Understandably what about so. the urinal cake? Maybe. Talk? Hey, next time we see a U of A fan on show, we can just start talking about piss. Mm-hmm. And leave. Well, this one it just seems like it, it's getting a Tina. It doesn't seem like it's getting Omar. <laughs> Omar's out here like on a mission to like 
try and ruin our days when it's, it's we understand what we signed up for. It's Hurley on the hot seat at two and one, three games in the season. Um, let's uh, let's get let's move on. Yeah, um, like I said, this doesn't get any easier for AC basketball. They got VCU on Wednesday, uh, Grambling State. They should win. Then they got Alcorn State. They well, they have a win. game in between there. After VCU, that VCU well, game, yeah, whoever tournament Michigan style. or whoever else is um, in that. I don't remember the other team in it. And then you got conference play. Then you got a Colorado team at Colorado, like you said, just beat Tennessee. Great way to start up conference. Then you play. got Stanford, right? And then you got SMU, number nine Creighton, and like it, it's it just goes from there. Um, I am not excited to see this team play UCLA. I'm not excited to see this team play Arizona. To be honest, I'm not really excited to see this team play just about anybody at this point. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Marcus Bagley, I'm going to say his name again. At what point is it like, like I know he hit the deck hard in game two, head injury, whatever. He came back though. Yeah, but he missed, he missed tonight. No, I know. That's my point. Yeah. Like, can we, can, can I, can we talk about this now? Because everyone just acts like it's not a bad injury. This was bad. Yeah. It looked bad. Nobody talked. The, the announcers didn't talk about this. I brought it up like three times on the show, and nobody like said anything about this. He was like spazzing. He had spasms when he landed on his back. Yeah. And no one talks about it. Now he's got a hip pointer. He's out for this game in the foreseeable future. And he's a fragile guy. This is a nightmare, guys. It was a, It was so much worse than we thought. I just he's he's injury prone, man. He's just like his that brother. Was a hard fall. Just like his brother, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't Can't know how many I don't know how many people don't get hurt by yeah. that fall. Um, so it's tough. He's just also kind of unlucky. Like I, I I don't know if you can. I think any like I said. I think. Anybody, but we can agree he's injury prone, right? Like the well, unlucky I mean, fall, whatever. Yeah. You're injury prone. Yeah, I mean. You, the you whole didn't point. need that injury to happen. To no, the whole point prone. of the whole point of his redemption season now, right? Is he's only played. You know, a handful of games in a Sun Devil uniform because he gets hurt every single season. You're like, okay, maybe you know he's got high expectations. He's had a few unlucky seasons, which he's even said. But like, you got to be better. You got to stay on the court. That is part of being a good basketball player at any level. I mean, yeah, yeah, it is for sure. Um, it sucks because it's like it's just like. We haven't had him, and I guess at this point we should just not expect to have him. This is what keeps happening, but at least I let myself get excited about what he could do this year, and now he's hurt again. Hopefully it's not long-term, and he comes back, and then he could stay healthy for conference play because I would really like to see him play the teams in this conference. Um, Marcus, I'm going to need you to do me a favor. Leading up to tip for every game, I'm going to need you to sit in a more furniture chair Okay, so you're comfortable. There's no risk of injury, and you're just you're good. You go straight from your more furniture chair to the court, and then when you get pulled, right back onto the more furniture chair. Just okay? replace his seat on the bench with a yes. more furniture chair. Mm-hmm. I think that would go crazy. Yeah. Look, guys, we keep talking about more furniture. It is literally because they have the comfiest furniture in the game. You guys can check them out at morefurniture.com. Plus, you guys are going to receive a $100 gift card for every $1,000 you spend at More Furniture. Again, morefurniture.com. They're going to hook you up with some comfy, comfy stuff. All right, Shane. I know you've been wanting to talk about it for a little bit. Before we get to Lyric of the Game, let's talk about the end of that game in overtime. Um, the last, what, 11 seconds? They five, got the ball. Four, five, four or five seconds. Five seconds. Frankie Collins takes it up. They so, out for no timeout. Yeah. So my whole thing with with this type of stuff is... 
I think if you have a guy that can get his own bucket, like Frank Collins can, um, I'm totally fine with not calling a timeout, mm-hmm. 100%, because, you know, that doesn't give the time, the defense time to set. If he, if, you know, if, I don't know why he was even jumping. I, remember, I, I didn't even think about that. Why was he in the air? He was yeah. still dribbling. He didn't give a fake or anything. Guy was just in the air. Um, if he makes a move and gets past that guy, he's got a floater that's probably got a 50-50 chance of going in to win the game. Don't hate it. I don't mind not calling a timeout, but what I do mind is not understanding why that wasn't a kickball. Yeah, um, that is very true. And also just the movement. There was, you know, everyone was kind of stationary. What the as soon as they, he got the ball, everyone got to their respective spots and just stayed there. There was no movement. There was no cutting. Uh, and I know it was really fast. Everything happens quick. I'll have to watch it again. But to me, it just didn't look like what it, I mean. It looked like what this offense always looks like. Um, and you got it. You got to be better in the last stretch of it. So. I don't know. I also wanted to address a comment earlier. Did we say this on the show? Hmm. Uh, keep scrolling up. Matt, he said, at one point on a previous podcast, one of you guys asked the question, if Arizona basketball was closer to UCLA or to ASU. <laughs> I don't think anybody asked that question. I didn't ask that question. I feel like we talked about something vaguely like that, but I don't feel like we would have talked about U of A. Like the that. only time we brought up a question similar to that is when I asked Sean during power rankings about where is the gap? In the conference, right? You've got UCLA, you've got Arizona, Oregon, Stanford. Like, is UCLA the top? And then there's a little bit of a gap between Arizona and the other schools. That is maybe what you're saying. I mean, I think there is clearly a gap between UCLA and U of A. um, And then a bigger gap than Arizona. Those two are much closer. I don't know how clear that gap is. I mean, I have to see them play real teams. I want to see them play each other. Yeah, uh, also true. Luckily, we get to see it twice. Um, so we'll get to see, yeah, once we get to conference play, I, I mean, I think there is a gap. Like I do think UCLA is the best, but I, I don't think any of us would have said anything. Uh, I mean, Bobby can no longer two. wear a suit jacket before the game. Yeah. Why, why, what's even the point? Why bring it if you're going to, yeah. not, not going to wear it, not going to wear Gene it or Chet, use it. He kicked the ball. He kicked the ball. He kicked the ball. Hmm. It felt like he kicked the ball. Stuff. Look, you win some, you lose some. There are plenty more ASU basketball games that you guys can go to. And if you don't want to go see Bobby Hurley's Sun Devils, well, look, you can go watch Sean Aguano's Sun Devils uh, one last time at home against Oregon State this coming Saturday. And there's only one place to get your tickets, guys. That is game time. You guys can save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. It's great for you procrastinators out there. The best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. Shane, it is time for the lyric of the game. Time for the lyric of the game. Da, 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 da. So sad. Today's lyric of the game comes from the front bottoms. The song is Be Nice to Me. I wish that could just be the lyric of the game. <laughs> um, and the lyric is, I think you're changing. Don't worry. You don't have to stay the same. This team is the <laughs> same. I think I thought they were changing the halfway through the game, but they're not. I'm the same team. They don't have any offense. They have big men. They got taller guys. They look different. Yeah, I don't think they have big men. They have tall men. They have yeah. a big man. They got a no, big. I, I they, got a, could, they got a large man who plays like a big man sometimes. Warren Washington or Enoch. <laughs> I, I I I think there is a difference between a big man and a tall man, and I think Warren Washington is a tall man. I mean, Warren Washington looked like a grown ass man today. Yeah, I mean, he was good. Ten, there's nothing, there's nothing, four blocks. There's nothing wrong with being a tall man, but it's just <laughs> there's a difference between like Enoch. That's a big man. Enoch played how many minutes do we, did we figure know. out? Less they, than they, 10. Yeah. And had three way fouls. Less than 10. Three fouls. It was, one I, st- like, it was one stint. We know at this point why he's not playing, right? Like, we understand. He had three it. fouls? He had three fouls. <laughs> like, we understand <laughs> now why Enoch awesome. doesn't play. I guess. 
I, I mean, I'm still surprised that that Duke Brennan is getting because it's not like Duke Brennan's been crazy impressive. Like, I've liked it for the most part. I didn't really understand why off rip he was getting so much more play than Enoch, but I mean, maybe Enoch is just raw potential that will always be raw. Kind of unlucky to be honest bit. with you, yeah. gentlemen. Any final thoughts on a heartbreaking loss? On a, already? on a football Kobe, Sunday. VCU. I mean, do you want to continue to talk about what we just watched? We watched ASU lose to Texas Southern with let's maybe about, 50 people in the fans. Let's talk about solutions. Let's talk about what you want to see next game. Uh, I want to see healthy. this offense get healthy. off to a hot start. You can't have your first bucket come six minutes in the game, yeah. and it can't be from your center shooting did, free throws. Did you, did you guys see anything out of why they might not be able to score? Like, is there just... <sighs> it doesn't feel like there's enough movement. It feels like, like you've said in the past, this is a team that plays one-on-one basketball for probably the first 10 minutes of the game, and then when they have a lead, they go back to playing one-on-one yeah. basketball because they don't know how to hold a lead? I mean, it's been three games, but and so it's a small sample size. I think it's pretty clear it's that, like... No, why? Well, yeah, I mean, that's what I... I think it's pretty clear that this team is better when Frankie is not the score... Like, yes, when DJ guy. is the guy. When D, or it doesn't necessarily have to be DJ, but when Frankie... When your point guard is not the center of your scoring. I think it's like that's cool. that was the case in the second game, and they looked way better than they did in the first or the third game. Um, so really, I think that that's the key, and I think that gets a little better when Jemaya is in the lineup. I think he helps that, but just you can't rely on your point guard to be the entirety of your scoring. You're not going to win games like that. How much of this do you think Frankie is? Because we saw in game one, right, him score 20-plus points. Game three, he scores 20-plus points. The assist number is not really there. Game two, total opposite. Not a whole lot of scoring, but plenty of assists. He is the facilitator. How much of in these 20-point games from Frankie is him not creating shots for his teammates versus his teammates just not putting it through the rim? I don't the, think he did anything wrong at all tonight. You don't like, think Frankie like, did? I mean, he had some bad turnovers, but like I thought he was trying to do too much at times when the offense wasn't trying to do anything. Yeah. Like... Yeah, I don't blame him for it. I think it's more of like a general game planning thing. I think like again, Bobby, I think but. I think the biggest thing is this team needs to play fast because they can't set up half court offense. They just have to adapt that mentality of let's move the ball fast. I mean, we saw multiple threes in transition go down because they were moving the ball fast. Multiple meaning three because I think yeah, I was going to say five. They, that's but, they, but three of their five were in transition. Like, and, and we saw it just fires you up when you get transition buckets. You got to yeah. play faster. You got to play. I think you pick up 70 feet and you move the ball like yeah. like a mother like you you not not half court set and move the ball like rebound outlet go just doesn't matter when even on an inbounds pass go run pace cuz one this team is athletic and two it's deep. Yeah, I would like to see them either start making their threes or just shoot less of them also um because I mean again, I think the same thing for last year. You saw that when they shot well, I mean which is no shit, but right, like when they shot well from three, they were good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, if you're not going to shoot well from three, yeah. don't shoot from Stop three. Stop it. Um, yeah. So I would, I'd like that. Just, to, just more like I guess in game adjustment too. Yeah. Um, I need pace, and that's I think that's yeah. that's the next thing. That's the next step because we are asking for pace the entire year. Last year they played with a little bit of it. I remember I asked Bobby in a press conference like halfway through the year. I was like, I because he said they were trying to play. F- I. I I forget what it was. I said something along the lines of like, uh, you guys looked good playing fast tonight. I think it was the game against GCU. Like, is that something you're trying to trying to implement? And this was after a, a loss after the GCU game. And he said, We were trying to. How do you try to Sounds play like that? Herm. Sounds like Herm. Yeah. Herm literally, it may not look like it out there, but we're trying to go fast. Yeah. Well, what look how that, that ended Kobe up. Bryant. 
Uh, yeah. Doesn't help. We mentioned the the. the oh, and get a rebound. Yeah, the, just you get one. They got out offensive rebound. And it's the thing. The thing that confuses me is like I feel like this is a team of good rebounders. Like you see, no, like, it's a team of tall, tall guys. Well, no, but I mean, like you, like I've seen have, both have, Frankie have, and Nunes like go get boards. Two good rebounders, and they're both guards. Well, yeah, yeah. Omar, I got one for Fair. you. Marcus Bagley. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. saying, just saying. Mm-hmm. Who also, I, I know I'm, I'm falling into the trap here. Marcus Bagley would start at U of A. I, yeah, 100%. When 100% when healthy. healthy. When healthy. When healthy, yeah. Maybe. Look, that's I gonna, think he would. That's going to do it for us today, but we will be back <laughs> with a live show on Throw, Monday. flash grenade running out of the room. To talk <laughs> more ASU football and just ASU sports in general. But if you enjoyed the content, Omar, I'm looking at you. Give us a follow at PHNX underscore. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too, follow Tina. me at Anthony underscore Totri. Tina, tall compared to me. That's who they're talking about. <laughs> you can follow Shane at Shane Deven. You can follow Sean DePause at Sean underscore DePause. An internal misery as always. Have a great rest of your Sunday and we'll see you tomorrow. So but for now, wagons. peace. God damn it. Why, you had to-